Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Vitality and Misfits fans, welcome to the Gold Advantage on the Best of Three Network, and thank you for joining us after your incredible, disappointing loss in playoffs. With me, as always, are Scoot and Chris, and I am your host, Nikita. How are you guys doing today? I've been thinking about this a lot yeah. since your intros. Um, am I in the gentleman or boys category? Boys. Boys. Okay. Yes. Well, that's yeah. honestly I, one. Hey, I like, one. I like, the answer. The answer came through too quickly. It's, first it's of cute. all, it's so cute that you thought. <laughs> I mean, like, I think. I think the. I think last week you you were talking about you know creeps and all that stuff. I would put you in minions, the creeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah I put I put you in the creeps part. The, the, yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. it's, you might. God, I, it, I might give you super creep. Super creep uh, mm. status. You know when you're you could really be scuttle fun. crab on a good day. You're a scuttle <laughs> crab in river. You know, <laughs> I fancy myself a cannon minion. With, with that background, I can see him being a blue buff. Yeah, you consider yourself a cannon minion because, like, yeah. what, you're, what you're packing? What's that? What you fire <laughs> out? What's that thing? I'm totally. <laughs> yeah. <about. laughs> yeah, I'm not. No, I'm talking about my my wagon. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you do have a large. I'm doing. Ass. I'm you doing splendid, Nikki. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think we had a great weekend. Um, Specifically, like especially well, in the LEC, well, well, I thought well. it was like very, very entertaining stuff, um, and a oh, lot I of really things are the LCS as well. A lot of things honest. are coming. Got to be some identity crisis so. going on for you two. Well, so yeah, you mentioned this at the end of the Money Hill that I am like a hardcore Cloud Nine fan, huge fan. You're I'm the an biggest OG. I'm an OG Cloud Nine fan. Right. I've been falling out of love with them for quite a few years now, to be honest. Okay. Um, Tell us more. I still like they're they're like my backup, but it's just a lot of the players and the way they've been doing the team plays. It's just I don't know. I don't love it, and I think I've shifted a. I really love the this hundred thieves team. Yeah, you do. You have been yeah. consistent about that. You are you've Since been drooling one. over them all year. Oh, straight away, yeah. So even when they had Ryu in mid lane, when they first grabbed the Golden Guardians, like four, I was like, yeah, I was on board then. But then that was a, that's that's crazy that that team is like, but I, you know, a championship I, caliber I team. I don't now. enjoy yeah, rooting like, for the like. I don't enjoy rooting for the uh, the big dog on campus. I don't. I don't enjoy rooting for. Uh, the team that's that just weird. won. I, see, I would think I, I love it. A good, I love a good underdog story. Like, give me a, a little scrappy team. You know, which last, EG? Mad Lions, EG. That's exactly right. Like, the, these are my yeah. kind of teams. I like to see someone who outkicks their coverage. Yeah, uh, yeah. As opposed so to you're like, like, was, like Cloud when, when it was Golden Guardians, right? You can't compete when it was Golden Guardians, and they fucking yeah. had that run. Like that was to me like fucking right after my heartstrings. Uh, and mm-hmm. then even last year. Uh, when the Hunter Thieves was kind of like on the come up, but wasn't quite there yet, they still had like you know the yeah. top dogs to beat. Um, but then when they just re-signed the exact same team, didn't do much. They won. I was like, ah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, what do you want to me? Uh, this team is doing so well. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's Fuck start it. again. Well, let's find. Let's find EG. Let's go. Where's CLG? Let's that's go right. find some team that's rebuilding and try to just risk it all for. I do. I have to say, EG is like third favorite team, mainly because of. The Jizuke, yeah, yeah. I felt like I just I loved Jizuke as a player. I thought last year when they brought Danny and there was a real energy to the team, and they kept that on with like Jojo Pion and so on. So it has been it has been fun uh, to kind of follow them. They're like very invested in young talent. I think it's worth like noting, yeah. and and it makes them fun to watch. But I think like honestly, the most fun part about EG is just kind of the way they draft sometimes, and and the things that they're willing to bring to the table to try to beat teams that are probably out of their league, and and we well, kind of exactly. saw that. Yeah. Um, obviously not time for the LCS yet, but 
Uh, well, we definitely have. So let's just flip it. Like, why, why, why be too rigid? It's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Wow, that so is actually, true. Wow. We're gonna start off with uh, the LCS instead of the LEC this week. Let's do it. Uh, I maintain, Fair n- enough. nonetheless, an exciting week. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Scoot, with the EG versus TL matchup. EG essentially was outclassed, and I think they knew it. But fuck, if they, they were played, scrappy. If they, but if they played in the traditional way. And when they decided, you know what? No, we're going to play our tempo, yep. uh, our game plan. They start to do really well. And it's such a disappointment because I think there was that one game where they had no, um, Nocturne, Leona. Nocturne top lane. And they, it was going so well. And they just decided to fucking engage with no ultimates. And yeah, I guess Nocturne works great without his ultimates. It's not like his whole kit is built around that fucking ultimate. Same with Leona. And they lost it off of that. And to it's a shame. Again, it's like Nightmare or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that, it's such that, a shame. It blinds everyone. Too. <laughs> those are like just some moments where I'm just a bit like, well, what happened there? Um, and I think the game five draft was just like way too ambitious. Like they need to, that was like, that's like a T1 draft that T1, like, it happened, someone played in Korea, it was like Genji or someone, and they basically couldn't play it. It wasn't successful. And EG was like, mm. Those Koreans, let's show them how to play their own comp. So I, I have a big so, issue with Game 5. Uh, I, I think they shot themselves in the foot because I think Tia was getting a little bit shooketh. Shooketh? So, well, shooketh. I, I, listen, well, I mean, it's my yeah, favorite made up word. And by the way, I, what but I think I of the, seen, like... I haven't seen fucking Renekton play, like, I feel like all fucking split. What the yeah, fuck are you talking been, about? He ha- no. he, so he was played a lot. Um, what? But, in no, no, I'm, I'm not talking about oh. this, but... Like, oh, oh, in, in Korea? I think, was it Korea? But, like, he isn't... He's no, he just, hasn't, he's not being played a lot in Korea because they probably know the game better. But, like, not good at the I mean, I, I, we're not at the team that, that this is relevant for yet mm-hmm. because... EG played Renekton. No, no, I know, but but you you know it specifically what <laughs> event I'm talking about that I am already pissed off about even thinking about it. So when we sure. get to that match, we'll, okay. we'll dive a little deeper. Um... No, I, I agree with you. It is very cool to see EG bring them some things out of the bag and, and kind of take that strategy to a different level. On the back half of that, I think there is also almost like TL was playing down a gear. And and I, I no discredit to EG. Like, they played a great series. But yeah. when the experience kicks in map five, uh, you put Bjergsen on Viegar. Um, like, very fun to watch on that champ. Just like yeah. the, the skill set that he has. I mean, it's incredible. And then they have the bot lane gank where he just pulls off whatever uh, whatever play that was and he flashes in gets the kill under the tower it was incredible stuff um but like I, they just have a next gear like to specifically and and i think that is experience based you and i talked about it a little bit on discord yeah. if you're not following that discord or, or in it you know pin shame on, on you at shame network. on you yeah shame on you one yeah. um but it, it was like there's doing? a there's a next level to tl that i think they have and, and they kind of unlocked it when when it when they needed it most but again the draft was kind of gimmicky there is that, EG. and I think, but EG has had problems with drafting all year round. Um, our buddy Tim at Oracle's Elixir had a video earlier in the year breaking down how EG drafts. It's all over the fucking place. Like, yeah. the way they prioritize certain champs, what order they draft, and there's a lot of, like, kind of uh, theory behind that. Um, and he break, he does a really good breakdown of it that they just don't seem to have a consistent game plan going into draft, yeah. and it's something that I think has held them back a lot. I love the Game 3 draft, with Nocturne because 
It wasn't locked in the top lane. It was locked in jungle. You had Leona in the bot lane. You had Kennen in the top lane. And that was such a great drop because, you know, Kennen wants to, to flank. Uh, Leona wants a strong engage and ideally from a position of power where she's not being seen. Hey, who gives that? Allows you to do that. Nocturne. It was like so well done and they were winning until they decided to take fights without their ultimates. And it's a real shame that these kind of hiccups have happened because it's it's just like it, it let down ultimately. It, it culminated in game five where they tried a comp that just was not viable and just didn't work out. That being said, what I'm trying to get at is that EG look better than they have all year. Yeah, um, by a mile. I'm so I'm I'm the way they were playing from behind this, was great. They this... were being really proactive, really smart. They were uh, the team comps when they did draft correctly. They executed well until they had like kind of a brain fart moment, um, and they really like individually. I think stepped up in a lot of ways. That might not be the last time you see EG TL play. Exactly. And I, I think there's that opportunity as well with going through the lower bracket. But also, I think, Chris, you've been saying this from the start of the year. You're looking to summer. I am. And I think this bodes really well for summer because there's some clear, like, if you're going to draft this comp, don't fucking engage without ultimate. Don't go for these sorts of things. Um, yeah, and I, I think that was I, really I, interesting. I think that's such a good point, right? Which is, and of course, they're trying to win every match in front of them. But. Of but I think that they're going for summer too, right? Like I think that they're, they they probably aren't necessarily saying we're going to make MSI. Mm. Only one team makes it. We're going to try and tr- go and test some things out. We're going to try and improve yeah. every step of the way. Like how can we try some stuff out in this match that will benefit us later, right? And I think that this is where, yeah. uh, you know, EG is definitely on the come up, right? They're 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 starting to look like this. I think that they waffling. You know, they had a great uh, first tournament in the um, what is it, lock in or whatever the fuck it's called? Yeah, lock yeah. in. It uh, gets confusing with Call of Duty yeah, too. Kickoff like, lock kick in, in yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, but EG, there's no reason not to be bullish on them. Kind of heading into yeah. the rest of this tournament, but like you just said, like summer, I, I am very much looking forward to those guys. That, you know. It just feels like they're kind of coming into form. They started to perform. I mean, it does. Fucking hell! I still wish they would be above five hundred uh, to get the fourth base, the fourth place. Um, sure. But they're, they're, it feels like there's. It's going to be turning into a top three into a top four. You could easily see yeah, that I mean, happening I, this summer. We haven't. They haven't hit their ceiling. Well, yet. I don't. I, I think, think it's it might like be a short three. point there, considering a performance of one team. Okay, well, let's just behave for a little bit. But um, no, no, listen, listen, they they haven't hit their ceiling yet. I'll agree with you on that end. The most encouraging thing for me, which you touched on a little bit, Nikki, is just that like the pacing thing, you you can't play at TL's pace. And it felt like map one was necessary to like flip that switch. Like we we can't let them just set up their team fights and and, like let them outlane us the entire game and and then play at their pace afterwards. Like it's just not going to work. So you've got to decide like where you're going to pick your fights and I think they did a good job of that afterwards. And obviously there were issues with engaging and uh, maybe building a comp around an ultimate that you then decided to not fight with, um, as we've said several times already. But that is just disappointing because that could have easily gone their way. I was not going to say this for later, but I think there's enough to talk about Rogue and Fnatic that I, I, I'll, I'll put it in here. It's been really interesting to see um, Rogue playstyle evolve and adapt which i'll dive into more detail when we talk about rogue and fanatic um without inspired 
and EG's playstyle with Inspired because he was carrying. Not in a, the rest of the team is not doing well, more in a, I'm just like, I know exactly what my win conditions are and how I need to play these champs. And he is a, he's so clearly a, um, and I think this is something that was just, we discussed previously. He's like a resource focused uh, carry. And so he he's a jungler, whereas Maorang really supports his lanes. Inspired supports himself. And, you know, he in the games they won, he's like 3-1 and 15. Uh, you know, like we look at game two. Uh, what was his scoreline? He, he was 4-1 and 7. He's consistently like one of those uh, junglers that is like playing carry junglers. Uh, you know, even in game three on the Nocturne, 4-4 four, four, and 1. Game five, that obviously is like culminates in hey, give me Nidalee, I'm going to win this game. Yeah. Didn't work out. Um, but They did kind of draft for him to carry, which is good. They drafted for him to carry, and that's like... And I don't think that's a bad thing for EG. Like, this is something no. we talked about in, in uh, Discord, and I think it's a it's kind of a good point, is that, like, yeah, the, both of them have benefited, uh, and in ways that I, I don't think I would have necessarily expected, especially on the uh, EG side. I think, I mean... I mean you know, Danny might have carried a map in there, but <laughs> he had the one absolute ripper, which was fun to watch. Um, but I agree with you. And it was very cool to see them realize kind of what what the best case scenario was for them in drafting around Inspired. And then, it, yeah, it did come to fruition in map five, which was a little interesting. And they kind of got stomped, uh, yeah. which disappointing as that is. Uh, TL moves on, though. TL was on. TL and, looked good. And I think that that's the other part of this that we might be mm. not giving enough attention to, which is for TL to kind of come through that against such a quality team, kind of performing pretty well. Um, I mean, I'm not going to suggest that that was a harder match than was coming up against 100 Thieves. Um, but then again, on the flip side, did, uh, did 100 Thieves even have to play remotely? A real team. A real team. Like... Who's to say? No. Okay, well. Uh, about to look, have this I think, conversation. I think, TL, I think T- it's a weird one. There's not much. I don't have that much to say about TL. I think they They're just still good. Well. They're just still good. Santorin <laughs> played well. Yeah. You, you know, I think Inspired was talking about, like, in, in-game chat that we didn't get to see. He was like, oh, you know, uh, I heard about playoff uh, buff Bjergsen. He's, like, fucking experiencing it now. Um yeah, it, it's just like across the team. I think they're very good. I think Bwipo. There's times where I'm like, "What are you doing, Bwipo?" But that's that's Bwipo. So <laughs> I don't. Really, I don't. I don't have much to take away from it. I, I mean, Hansan Lacorje J. Just still like just such a dynamic I, duo. Yeah, I mean, like every lane and every individual player is so fucking so good. good. Like and I, so know, experienced. It's and then like, when Bwipo, no rookie, when, I know there's no like, when, ooh, I have stage fright. I know like, when Bwipo's roaming take. and like on his bullshit, yeah. it's such a scary thing. I, like, I know this is the wrong take, but I'm still not like overly scared about Bjergsen mid, mid lane. I think that that yeah, that's I just that, so far from base. I just think that that is an area where um, hundred thieves could really kind of expose. I, I, it's I, the one, I, I think it's the you, one area no, where that's, that's the thing you don't expose. You I, don't I, expose. I, I think it's the one area where like it's not I, getting exposed. I can see Abiyagay. is like that. He is uh, he is just so solid in his roles uh, and his performances, and so consistent and so good under pressure. Um, well, so. FBI and Huhi are not going to get necessarily be afraid of Han Sama and Korji J. No, uh, 
I don't see closer be? being nervous. <laughs> uh, no, about going up against Santorin. So I no, mean, Santorin's had a great split though. I, no, he I, has. I mean, like he we're has. not gonna say nervous, but like they're just yeah, very different junglers. Fucking nervous. They're all they're pro, just very like, different junglers. Like closers are very you know closer gets going. He's not. He's gonna. Takeover. We're we're talking when this matchup comes up about ten established pros. Nobody's gonna be scared of the other person. Like let's be yeah, I'm not gonna lie. very clear. I'm not gonna here. Lie. And I'm looking at this roster right now. I, I I know we're probably gonna talk do we wanna talk about wagers already? Or do we wanna finish Hundred Thieves uh versus I think we gotta go to versus the Academy team like. that they played. Yeah, I mean oh. just an absolute dismantling. Like an absolute dismantling. Can and we you skip can't even, this match? And you can't even say, like, Sky, if you're going to even attempt to be like, well, Cloud9 just didn't show up. No, they tried their little fucking hearts out. In game one, they tried, and Summit got crushed. Game two, okay, but like, they Summit did. Summit didn't have... Like, have look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. Go ahead. There is a, like, very... I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for here, but it is just, like falling upon deaf ears that that champ is not gonna fucking work in this matchup and they already knew how to play against it so why the fuck are you drafting at map one and then why the fuck are you drafting at map two sorry sorry we're talking so specifically saying... about renekton here in in renekton. the top lane okay. on summit there's they had a reason already people have absolutely hard countered yep. it i well yeah there's a reason sure and and summit had very good games on renekton throughout the split against oh different seven, teams and then one and six yeah, not yeah. to mention he also went 0 and 8 at the end of the split against yeah. 100 Thieves in the same fucking matchup. So why are you picking it again? Summit, and then so, listen, Summit has been talked just, about as like an MVP, and he's not an MVP. Like that okay, conversation he is, is he did, done. He's going it's to win a MVP. Massive that conversation, right now. everyone's talking about it. That conversation is someday, to win someday, MVP. someday, right now looks like the best top one. He's going to he's going to win an MVP, and not this Everyone year. is saying, you know, he is. He's going to he's going to win it. 100%. He's going to win MVP. Can, but, we, can, can but people? Everyone like, re, is saying like, use their uh, ballots. Like, well, that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, oh, this is actually pretty. Um, I think Scotty like. There was a uh, podcast I listened to that is a very oh, interesting one. That Max Waldo is 21 years old. Summit is older than him. And in Korea, that's a big thing. And Summit definitely came to play with LS. Uh, you know, Max Waldo can't even speak Korean. There's a lot of stuff. And, and the problem is that if Summit, who is by far your best player and has been carrying you all split long, says, I'm doing this... Can you say no? And is you know, this not, you know, and this is also is this how Cloud9 sets it up that like the players have more agency? You know who their actual best player that series was? Like and and there's not a lot of shining moments in there, but the person trying to put the other four in a bag and drag them through the rift to the other team's nexus was definitely Berserker. And and like he had his moments like here and there he he absolutely tried to pull them through game two and, and I they can, just would I not can let say him. look game one game two I can there there is something to be said for running it back and we saw this in Europe like if you really believe your card because the thing the thing around it is that you re you run back your comp because you believe like hey they got lucky with an early game gank or something like that that doesn't yes. happen then we win Summit got spanked so hard in game one that it's like the game is basically over and they run it back going okay we know they're going to go for uh you know top lane ganks what do we do 
something gets rolled all over again. And it's like, oh, no, this is actually... And by oh. the way, I think game two was when they made a really good invade onto into jungle. And they fucked with Closer's jungle pathing and his start. So he was from behind at the start. No, C9 and had a good start in that still, game. And they still... Cloud9 Cloud Nine had a good start. And they still fucking That's lost. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, they fucked it up. And by the I, way, I don't disagree. Lee Sin was phenomenal. My, my argument fucking phenomenal and no no it's good i gotta gotta just like his his lee sin the way he was playing it i mean we all pro players love playing lee sin because he's so dynamic yeah but it was more his understanding he of playing summit it. and how summit would react to the traditional play and then not playing that so queuing ward hopping knowing that the ward hop would trigger summit to flash away or dash away and then using the second part of his queue to like follow in it was it was like a master class across but, three so, so, so did i did my, ask, my, my you, counterpoint you to the let, running it back thing, how do you, hold on how do you? it's just that you, you game one you're already fucking running it back that's the point that is what i'm saying like this is recent enough to matter like the the loss to 100 thieves at the end yeah. of the split, and and you can argue whatever like not playoffs. We weren't playing a real series yet, um, and even I did last week. Like uh, that's that's whatever. Like we came into this okay. podcast, I was all C9. They got rolled, but like you are already running it back game one. So why the fuck are you doing it a third time? And and we've seen this with Fnatic too now. Which I mean, we'll talk about them when we get there because I'm just as angry about uh, humanoid and TF. So. I I don't understand it, and and credit to 100 thieves for abusing the fact that. I mean, this they pulled them was apart. picked over and over. Yeah, they they ripped them apart. Why, um, why would you? I mean, keep the team letting, looked incredible would, across the board. Why would you keep letting Lee Sin go through the draft? So this is actually. I was going to say this. It's this like, is a you're thing getting that fucking is exposed. A, fucking. Uh, yeah, but it's not. It's not Lee Sin. So this is one of those things where I think people are going to teams are, are now going to start thinking like, hey, we need to ban the Lee Sin. But the reality is, it's like closers just. Yeah, I think you the can't ban everybody. You can't ban everybody. So you, you because you ban if you ban Lee Sin, yep. he goes on to Diana or he goes on to Viego, and we saw what he's like on Viego last split. Like it's just like he he can't wait yeah. to play that champ. <laughs> the worst part is he's is begging that you. Cloud it's like please don't Cloud ban nine. Lee, please don't ban Viego. Yeah. Uh, it's like, he's like oh oh no don't take away my Lee Sin and give me Viego. <laughs> um, the, but part of the bigger fucking issue is Cloud Nine. Ban just sucks. Two they or suck. three. Well, no, no. Sorry, hundred thieves ban two or three top laners. Yeah. Every round. Yeah. If you're if you're targeting someone like good. that, in theory, good. In theory. But in theory, then the rest of the team is meant to be good. And so if it's like, oh, oh we have great. three bans targeted on one guy, fucking player I can, who I fucking it, smash on. Like I can great. play whatever I fucking want. Exactly. I can play whatever the fuck I want. And so they grab Zeri. Berserker was better, but like honestly, where the fuck is the rest of Cloud Nine? One, two, and one. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I that is better. He got it five, two, and eight in the game two, so it finally kind of started playing a little better. But well, I mean, like when the whole four, three, whole one. team is like well, yeah, when your top I mean, lane it's, it's is pretty like hard to be an ADC when you're. I think yeah, the top laner was like one twenty six and one. It's uh, it's pretty. What, rough. Are, you, what are you gonna deal damage to when they're when you're dead at yeah. the start? Like it's just not that's not his role. And and he tried his. Fucking hardest, I'll tell you that much. He had well, some interesting I, Cloud plays Nine that tried. mixed it up. Cloud9 really, really tried here. Um, but Berserker tried. Was, so, so by the way, sorry, saying, I, screwed, I actually went back to this Cloud9 100 Thieves matchup. Summit was on Graves, Blab was on Viego. So the only consistent was Zeri and uh, Leona. 
So no, they, Summit was the, on or Keys Summit on was on Renekton for the first two maps. No, I'm talking no, but we're talking about the map, the last game of the season where you were like the Renekton game one is running it back. It's not against a hundred thieves. Yeah, no, they, he was on Graves. They, they, I'm almost certain ran it against hundred thieves. I have earlier it here. In the split. I swear to God, no, maybe swear to God. early in the split, but no one cares. Like it, the last match of the split on I, the 26th of March, he was on Graves. Let me look. And back. by the way, he went 0 and eight. <laughs> Just FYI. By the way, that's hard to, okay, so that's that's hard to do with Graves. He did, he did look character. better on... He did look better on Trindamir with, I guess, a little... He did. ...bit more early laning power, and that was, I guess, somewhat encouraging to see them at least try something new. He but. did, but then... Actually, I need to check the bands there, because, like, why didn't he play Camille and to... Oh, no, they did. They banned Camille and Aatrox. Okay, I was going to say, why didn't he play Aatrox or Camille? But those were, again, like, you look at it, what are they banning? They ban... Um, Nar and Jace in the first I mean, the round. Summit, and Nautilus. And by the way, you, Why you did have they to not... ban Nar. Like everyone, like that, yeah. like that OP right now. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, look, they, I just think played, if it's played incorrectly, it's like yeah, Nar's fucking amazing. But... Um, just smash Cloud9. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this was like a massive difference across the, the whole team. Like, I think they outdrafted them. I think they outplayed them. Yeah. I think individually they outplayed them. Well, and I mean, this was a, a cloud nine so team that so. was Guys. this was a cloud nine team that was genuinely trying this is not a team where you're like, oh shit, I don't cloud nine didn't turn up. Like no, oh. they were they were hustling to right. try and win. So, well they did they, they definitely didn't turn can up. We, can so we, that's with like, all that in mind. Without a doubt, they got through. With all that in mind. Yeah. Can we uh there's some bets. And I think there's some bets yes. that we are ready to talk about. So we have Cloud9, Golden Guardians, and EG FlyQuest. And so, we have TL, 100 Thieves. And we have TL, 100 Thieves. Isn't that a week after, I believe? We have oh, is that? No, no, no. We, um, uh, the other sportsbooks has all Shit, three. You're right. The money Sorry. Yeah, it is, it is a week it's delayed, a week delayed. Yeah. Sorry, okay. It is. So, like, we, I, it might not be the most relevant uh, this week. I would rather talk about it now but while it's fresh. Well, we can well, recap next yeah. week. All I would say is the money line for 100 Thieves is at 2.07. Yeah, Done. agreed. And like, Fucking they look free incredible. Money. So why why not take yeah. that? Also, also, uh, I would like to know. Me, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take I the think... minus one and a half at 3.04. Yeah, I think, I think that's when you have great. two teams like this as well that can you know like, like we're t- again I said it like it's it's ten established pro players that have been in this situation mm-hmm. before and they can dig themselves out of holes. Plus they have like all of their laning down. They they play very yeah. well as a team. It, when that happens, I think you're going to get a lot of overs on average game time. So I think that is also worth noting. Like I think we're TL have is some long very good there. at holding on to. Yeah. Uh, that's something you know, like Cloud Nine. It, it, it they're a good team. There are some teams that are just very good at like holding the other team off and not giving them the opportunity to just execute. I think actually, Chris, you mentioned this in the Discord where EG would take all three inhibitors, where whereas TL would oh, take one. It was inhibitor so interesting. Yeah, it was such an interesting little factoid. Yeah. Just like an, an oddity, if you will. Like when TL's going for yeah. your fucking base, they're just going straight for it. Like they're not fucking wasting any time. Going, and they know when they execute you, they know how to kind of like move one small done. advantage into you're another. You're fucking done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I 100. I think right now, uh, I look and I think that uh, 100 Thieves is the favorite. They're but just not playing on the so well. Book. Not on the sports I, book. Yeah, T- I not, mean TL so. has too much service just across the board on the roster, and like it's it's priced into the line. It that's, is. That's the reason, and and we'll take that all day because 100 Thieves arguably looks like the better For team. For sure. Um, 2.07 on the money line, like you I've said, got 2. minus 1.5. 1. 
2.17, even better. The minus 1.5 is 3.04 for me. Fucking love that. Free. I love Take it. it. Um, I don't grab it for prop bets. I'll well, say this. Can I, just I don't say, know about the prop bets because what, what, what are the chances we get a what are the chances we get a minus two and a half at six point one nine? Ooh, I that I find I think TL's too consistent. Okay. Yeah. I think a team, yeah, a team that has Bjergsen on it. If you go down, is buffed Im- immediately. Yeah. So yeah, that's also a huge issue to the um, to the whole three zero. The prop bets, I would be wary of any stats because Cloud9 got stomped so hard by 100 Thieves that it, it just skews everything. Um, if you're looking at the EG TL and you notice that like EG took a lot of... And, and I'm not saying this, but like it's more a, a addition by subtraction. So you kind of are looking at it and seeing that maybe TL didn't get first dragon because they prioritize first tower then you can deduce that most likely a hundred thieves will end up getting first dragon um i i'm not sure i'd go for those bets though uh for that so now that we know that cloud nine is a sham do we think that God, you're stretching do we think that a hundred that golden guardians can beat them? yes no there's, so there's okay, not a lot I'm, of value Scoo, here. Scoo, i'm gonna ask you this do you genuinely think there's a 0% chance that Golden Guardians can beat them? Okay, I mean, zero. nothing is zero. We're talking about well, these I, I think so like, I think, like, Immortals has a 0% chance of beating them. I not do not true, th- though. That's the I thing. I do not the best think of five, that... Immortals would have a 0% chance of beating them. Yeah, I think... I, okay, that's... that's fine. But, like, I'm my, my issue is that it's not at a price where I'm comfortable taking it, even though it is above four, which is crazy. But I still think that, like, that's uh, I will I will take a blade. I mean, player I to player across the board. I love a blaze olive. I think yeah. Lost has been playing great. Uh, and licorice. I it, listen. I, think I don't licorice think playing I don't. Is, licorice is good. Um, I think I blaze olive is, some is also I think. We, we, I think Okay, but Golden Guardians isn't going to be able to put the pressure to perform and and actually do his job properly that like a hundred thieves was able to. And I maybe they do the same shit in draft where they kind Golden, of only pick I think against Golden him. Golden Guardians is good. They're good, yes, but like we're also. I think like a hundred thieves has way more capability to shut down the other four players, even if Cloud they do could be succeed in shutting boom. down Summit. Cloud Nine could be going mental boom. Okay, well, Summit, I mean, Summit's inting his way back to the LCK. I don't. I don't know if he goes back to the LCK after this one. Um, he hates watching. We'll, we'll see on he that. He hates watching T1 dominate without him. You know how like EG did a really cool. You, you know how EG did a really cool little swap of top lane for mid lane. You like, and that was like really, and it was just like a smart little mindfuck addition to the the draft when they played and and they won. That's that's what's gonna happen into Cloud Nine, but it's just Fudge gonna kick Summit off the stage because he's like you useless fuck. Yeah. How are I you mean, if Fudge, yo, if if Fudge got back, back to the top, top lane, lane for a series, that would be unbelievable. Um, I no, I, it's not I like likely. the odds. Let's on be clear. I think yeah, they're I, good odds. They're fine. I actually, what I really like is a plus one point five at two point four four. That's what I was gonna say. Um, to me, I. As much as it's hard to go for the money, line. as much as so, we yeah, love okay, that's, shitting that's on a uh, hundred thieves, like they're still cloud pretty. Nine. Or sorry, cloud nine, uh, they're still pretty good. The problem is, I want to say the minus one and a half, but the odds are so ass that I, I, they're I, so bad. I, I'm inclined just to go straight up calling my shot and just say three one. 
Um, if you're going to do that, I would go for the um, minus two and a half of 2.75. No, because I, I think the Golden Guardian is going to get a map. Yeah. I'm, but I'm saying that I... Golden Guardians is like, I, I think, a very talented score. team. Here we go. hundred. I think Golden Guardians super talented team. If they show up, I think they could they could upset. Could go three two. Um, but if they do their usual thing of like we get an advantage and yep. we have no idea what to do with it, then it could be a three. I'm, call, I'm calling Cloud Nine three to one at three point three zero. Okay. That that, that cool. would be. I've got an interesting one here. I like that. So in the last. I believe the number I looked at was eight games. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one time have they actually gone over 25 kills. Well, 25 kills plus, which I mean, they, I think they blew that one out of the water in one game, and it was uh, yeah, Cloud Nine 100 Thieves. Yeah, yeah, no, no, or, like or one of Cloud Nine's. Yeah. yeah, at the end of the split, uh, neither of these teams has besides that game um, oh, gone boy. over 24 and a half. So I am taking the under there, and it's at 1.87 every map. I think it's solid. Um, and I think, yeah, I think Cloud9 will just roll kind of through this, and, and we're not going to hit 24 and a half. Scoot, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, I saw wait, you wait. glitch, and so I, I think you said minus 25 kills for... Under 24 and a half. For Cloud9? No, no, no. Combined? Like both teams, yeah. Total kills under 25? They haven't wait. gone under under 25 in, in like eight games. They haven't? Unless I'm unless I'm doing this math completely wrong. You're doing wrong, this completely I'm... wrong. Okay, game one, 100 Thieves versus Cloud9. They had 18 kills. Uh, Both three teams? for Cloud9, 15 for, for 100 yeah. Thieves. But game two, total was 29. And yeah, game it's th- like the one. Oh, and wait, no, that's... Game I three, am so off. And game three was 32. <laughs> well, Golden Guardians, it's I true. Th- I think, they, I think, they, I think sure. your internet tried to save you. Yeah, maybe. Okay, moving on. EG it versus is, it is true for, for Golden Guardians, though, and I think they get stomped anyway, so I'm sticking with it. Under 24.5. 3-1. Don't bet the minus yeah. 1.5, though. Not enough value. Okay, There's value EG, only under 24.5. Don't forget it. EG versus FlyQuest. Lines are terrible. Terrible. We have 3.7 on FlyQuest, 1.285 for EG kind to win it. Kind of disrespectful of FlyQuest, to be honest. No, this it, is the real call your is. shot. This, this, is is a, uh, this is a straight up 3 1 EG. So, so here is yeah, 3.0 I think so too. Here's, I think so yeah. too. Give me so a second. Only give way me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, all right. Oh, I'm going, I'm going straight score. Line. I think go, go. that EG is a team that plays up and down to the level of their competition. And this is the only way that a team as talented as EG finishes the season 9 and 9. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get EG to win. I love a over four and a half maps here. And that to me is by far my favorite bet. Over four and a half maps, you get at 3.35. I think that is so much value. I could easily see FlyQuest getting out, honestly, to a quick 1-0 lead or even a 2-0 and getting reverse swept or making, you know, having EG come back and win a map three and four, going to game five. I get nervous about this EG team. They go out and they perform really well. Take TL to fucking the to a map five. Um, I'm not sure that this EG team has the maturity to just fucking lay the smackdown the way that they should against a, a FlyQuest team. And I think that people are overlooking a FlyQuest team that has performed better than people yeah. ever thought this season. And so I think I think that's for, a really good for point. them to be at 3.70 against this EG team. I think is a bit disrespectful. Uh, they had the exact same yeah. record. 
the exact yeah. same. Uh, so, like, I'm not going to overreact to a 3-2 win again. I mean, the head-to-head was in favor of uh, OVG, and they won the last match, the tiebreaker. Actually, I think it was 1-1, one and one, and that's why they did the tiebreaker. So, um, yeah. But I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with you. I think, actually, uh, if you guys are into COD, you should check out our sister podcast, The Money Hill. And the reason I bring that up is that we just had an incredible major where an underdog massively overlooked. Actually, a number of overlooked teams performed incredibly well. And so I think this is something to be said, is that, yeah, you know. It just feels like why, e- why would, EG goes 0-2 against Dignitas. They go 0-2 yeah. uh, against FlyQuest. They go 0-2 yeah. against TSM. Like, EG, EG played well against TL, but it, you can't overlook the fact that they struggled during the regular season. They're 9-9, just and, like and FlyQuest. FlyQuest. I'm overlooking it. So I, I do like it. I, I think Still. the... I I I think EG will win, but I do love the over four and a half maps at three point three five, and I think you could put a little on the FlyQuest upset at three point seven. Um, the minus yeah, one and a half, the minus one and a half on on EG at one point six. I think it's the best value um, odds and bet that you can get on EG. By the way, I may have been misreading the little matrix here. Uh, they might be EG might be a two yes, and O team yeah, against Dignitas, a two and O team against FlyQuest, yeah. and two and O against TSM. <laughs> yeah, but my was... point is still this, which is they still went one and <laughs> no, one against that they Immortals. Beat, they, the point is that they one lose to the top teams. Golden Guardians and one and one guys, against come come CLG. here to hear BNB and Scoot give you the real insight and stats of reading is hard. Mine is still accurate. I'm pretty mm. sure I only looked at Golden Guardians instead of C9 though, um, and that might be a mistake on my end. So <laughs> I apologize to the listeners who really listen to me, even though you know my God. kill spreads this year have been pretty this spot is why, on. So this is what the whiskey does. Reading is hard, guys. This is why reading I... is hard. No, no, math is apparently hard. I can read the numbers, but I can't add them up. Yeah. Uh, Chris, is, Chris has a new thing of getting smashed, and I don't know if you guys have noticed. Uh, yeah, he gets fucking obliterated he gets on every podcast. throughout the podcast, and if it goes I on mean, too long, he gets sleepy. He's always um, pretty loose. It's so fucking true. Um, look, I think My that, point is still stands. Yeah, look, My point I, I still think, stands. I think EG wins it. Yeah, yeah. I think EG wins, uh, but I do think that if we're digging for value here... It is on over four and a half. It is on the FlyQuest money line. And the best value you can get for minus one and a half. Over four and, and a half. She is 1.67. Over four and a half. Um, and then that's that wraps it up for NA. As we said, look, Team Liquid, 100 Thieves. I think Liquid looked clean. Um, but this is 100 Thieves that we have been ex- looking for. You know, well, throughout no, the year, Abadaga wasn't playing the but best. But not even looking for it. They, um, they've been on a fucking Abedage insane run. Series. They've been so good, a huge, a huge run. run. So like, but but at the end, at the end of the season, and not even the end, not even the same run. It's about getting the hot end. at the right they time, boys. Eight no, that's like fucking like four weeks. They were yeah, true. Okay, it's, it's that, like that is the season. End. I think that's half the season at least. Second, it's half. about getting hot it's at the right time. Half, all right, that's a mid, that's a mid to late rating of fucking like a hundred. Okay, okay. It's a great, great, great mid to late rating. Okay, I think a lot of that performance. I think a lot. A lot of that performance came from Closer and Someday. Abadage was uh, MIA, and I think the bot lane was also not performing at the level that we expected from them. But this matchup against Cloud9, the whole team is firing. Abadage is playing really well, and Closer and Someday are playing on another level. They've somehow upgraded from 
being MVP candidates throughout the year uh, that were overlooked because Cardline ran a con team. Um, doesn't mean that TL is going to be an easy win, but I do think the fact that TL got taken to five by an EG squad, which has some pretty glaring issues, makes 100 Thieves really the favorite for me. So I love the 2.017, Scott, you said. TL's going to fucking obliterate 100 Thieves. I've actually now just thought about this a decent amount. You want to do a side bet? Can I jump in on this fucking side bet? $1,000? I Listen, I already have enough stuff going on this week. I'm not jumping in on that. 500 What else do you got? I don't know. I got Tiger to win Let's the Masters, go. so I need yeah, that to all, happen. That's, the world, the world needs that. that to happen. The world, the world is healing if Tiger. You know, wins his the biggest Masters. issue is walking. I know. Yeah, it's hills. like that. Like it's not even the golf. It's a, and someone was saying that they, they wonder if it um, if it's actually going to slow his rotation a little bit, which will help with some of his back issues and like hurt him, like plague him later on. So. You heard is it he, here first. Is he um, better than he was before? <laughs> talking about another sport, we look at the LEC. There was another th- team also fucking imploded. <laughs> another team that was predicted to do well. Um, fuck you guys for ever doubting Rogue. That you transition know, was reckless, big, honestly. Big, big fuck who, you to you two. Who let you do that? Big fuck you to you two uh, for doubting Rogue. Wait, wait, they um, haven't won the final yet. Let's be very, very fucking clear. Go. Because this can, there's a long fucking way to go. Because there's some interesting teams that could wind up in that final. So, G2 specifically. I gotta say, like, I have a whole, like, little uh, essay on this. I know you do. I want it in a haiku. Okay, I've been I, I have so my long. own essay of pure anger. I've been stewing because for Max so Waldo long. also coaches Fnatic. <laughs> that's very. That's become very clear to me. I think that people are getting conned because the first two games were close. That they think Fnatic was legitimately in a position to win, whereas the most shocking thing, like I was watching those two games, and, and they won both. I of was them. so worried about Fnatic. Because they were getting off to a perfect start in game one and game two. They had a 2K gold lead um, early on. It was, you know, before 15 minutes. I think I actually have this shit written down. This is how much, like, you know, the start that they had, it, they should have been able to close it out. But then Rogue somehow gets back into it, secures an Elder and a Baron. And then they have they uh, uh, with an amazing Malrang yep. flank. I love Malrang. And Humanoid is playing out of his fucking mind. So, okay, Fnatic win, but then how is Rogue able to keep it so close when playing from behind in game one? In game two, you have I the have exact same thing. They have a great start, twelve to fourteen yep. minutes in. Rogue starts to just pick up and starts to essentially win the game despite a, a crippling handicap. And it goes from a 2k gold advantage for Fnatic at 10 minutes to even at 17 minutes. Which is just like... And it's not like they hadn't drafted for it. The two fights around mid, I think, were bad engages from Rogue rather than good fights from Fnatic. And that, to me, is the most concerning thing. Because if that is Fnatic being given an advantage and they can't close it out on their terms... That's not a fanatic team that can win. I've been I've been pointing this out 
I think for a couple weeks now. Hillisink is more than concerning for this team. Oh my god. Hillisang occasionally does Hillisang things, which yeah, he, he is he, renowned he occasionally for. He ends, well but that's what he you does. get when you sign him. But he's going to be MVP, so... Honestly, Hillisang, I just think... And then you Humanoid. Know, yeah? Both of these guys. Just... No, no, no. We, we'll talk about the Humanoid, humanoid issue. Well. I can, I can specifically talk about it. It's actually not even... It's not even no. his fault. Um, no, <clears> no one played well hold game on. four Who, five. Whose fault is it, Skew? Hold on. I think the point that Nikki's getting at is that Rogue's mid-game is immaculate. It is. It's almost They don't flawless. really care whether yeah. they're up and or down. They can still come back. The yeah. fact that they were able to drag those games back from like the brink of them exploding by about yeah. 18 minutes is like insane, even that those were close. So, I mean, all respect to them. Also respect to them for not even, like losing the first two in reverse sweeping anyways is enough of like a mental barrier to overcome to where you're like, okay, yeah, now I probably believe in Rogue a little bit. Uh, still need to win a final. Still Let's be very fucking too. clear. That I, is a but big not just, But not just that. It's it's also the way Rogue in the past, one of the reasons they've lost is they haven't been able to adapt on the fly. They've been very rigid in the way that they play. Yep. And very I true. do wonder how much of that is due to Inspired, um, which is what we saw in EG. And, and instead, this time, they came in with a certain strategy they tried it again in game two. They very nearly won both of them. And they said, actually, no, okay, we need to flip this up. And they completely changed it. And the way they played in-game, the tempo, the way they moved. And once they figured out, once they kind of made that adjustment, they destroyed Fnatic. Like games three, four, and five, like across the board, all three of them were absolute dismantling. Like game four was so short I think it set the record. It was like 24 minutes, I think. And game five barely... Yeah, 23 minutes and 13 seconds in game four. And game five was 23 and 25. That is disgusting. I mean, you're... You know what was crazy similar between gold. those three games? 34,000 gold. That's like where you're at. And, yeah. and maybe some people would call it maddeningly similar between those three games. Hmm. But... Uh, hmm. I, so hmm. why are we picking Twisted Fate three times in a row? Yeah, that's because a, it, that's a, it didn't it didn't work the first time, and that's like okay, we tried something a little different, uh, didn't work. Humanoid probably played decently on it, but maybe we didn't execute. So oh, let's run it back it. for a he's second. He's like nine and zero. Oh. This is the I know. thing. He's like nine and zero oh on it. So they're like, oh, we fucked up the game yeah, one. Yeah. Let's so we try fucked up the yeah. game. Let's try it again. Yeah. The third time is fucking infuriating. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, yeah. I I knew it was over when I saw the draft. I was like, there's no way they come back. They yeah. are so clearly in this pit clearly of like we have done something wrong and we can fix this. It's not just Rogue playing better than us. We need to change something. Yeah. You're in this pit now of like, oh, this is our fault. Like we put ourselves here. And we you did saw, not put yourselves there. Saw, you got outplayed. When Rogue gets an early game, what happens? It's oh, like, yeah, it's, oh, they just destroy out. you. And and Goodbye. it's just like the swap. I, I'm I'm so bullish on this Rogue team now winning it all. Just because well, before. Well, of course you are. I do think like the reason Mad Lions beat them was Mad Lions managed to adapt a lot quicker. And Rogue was very rigid. Like they played a great game, but they were rigid in the way that they played that game. This time, they've gone from, hey, we're going to play with, like, a Lulu, and we're going to play like this, um, and, and they're going to swap it over, and they're just going to quickly swap over to way more proactive champs, and there's, like, okay, we can't give them 
the opportunity in the early game. We've got to be proactive. And changing that mindset and changing that game style is what it takes to be, I think, the best on a global Nikki. stage. It doesn't matter if you're the best, though. And when the fact the that is... Silas, by the way, that Silas yep. pick is he was like one and two on it. No one expected. And he wrecked people. And like, again, Larson is not, everyone thinks he's quite a rigid control mage player. No. Nikki, uh, what did Cod teach us last weekend? That no matter like how good you are as a team, if there's a team that's absolutely running lower brackets, they become very, very dangerous very quickly. Uh, I mean, okay. No, I, I don't rate any of the opponents. Like Misfits, who, who didn't call... G2 it doesn't matter if you. It doesn't matter if you rate. Don't rate them or not. One, I, I did say that G two will fuck up misfits, which well, we they also did. said they're gonna yeah. fuck up vitality, uh, which they did. He also said they're gonna fuck up vitality, which they did. Well, you I mean, sorry, we didn't. Mm. Sorry, hold on. I did. We implied all three I of us. I said G two was gonna fucking run uh, train. BMB, you a hundred percent did. Run train. I believe there is that we have one imposter. I said we are imposter. We is a two letter for two people. There's a we is a two letter word for two people. But if you do we like this and you find the imposter in the middle, you get a big fuck you, Scotty, for trying to jump in. I'm on not our jumping vita- in on you. I'm like always, vitality's listen, the I've best always, team. You no, just no. wait. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you best. talking they're about? The best. I have never said that they're the best team in the league. First you of all, you just wait till playoffs. I said no. I said totally. I said if they get going, they could be fairly dangerous, and it would take beating G two for me to believe in that, which mm. didn't fucking I think, happen. I think, and G two really said if they so beat you go into G two gets G2. sent. I don't think I said that. <laughs> roll the tape. Roll I don't think I ever tape. said that. You go 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 fucking roll the tape. Yeah, go roll the tape. Are you being wrong on this? You know what? Hold on. I, even if they you did, sent, I can edit this where it's gonna be like I think that. By Tati. Best yeah, team yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. Now you have editing power and you think you just <laughs> make the fucking thing go the way you want to. They get sent to the lower bracket, they 3 0 Vitality, yeah. and then they 3 0 Misfits. Like, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter if you rate the opponents or not. What they should have done, they did. And that is what a team that I think is the clear number three, obviously, yeah. should do. And maybe number two if they are able to roll Fnatic like they did the last two. And I think there is a possibility that they could 3-0 Fnatic. I, I, think there's, I, do, I, don't, I do think there's a possibility there. Um, I just... I, I think it's higher than people I think G, I think G2 is on... I think G2 has been third throughout the whole split, and they've had to kind of work through certain things, and they are fixing them at the right time. Um, I'm, I'm not at all disagreeing with that. I, I just... There's not much for me to take away from the Misfits match. Like, I just, they, you know, Vitality beat themselves, essentially. And I think Misfits was just, like, it's just outclassed. Like, well, I don't, Vitality's easy to beat. You just dismantle the fact that they can't play yeah, fucking can't play league together. at all. And, but it's the same with Misfits. <laughs> like, you literally, they're just outclassed, like, across the board. And Neon talked about it. There was a really good interview uh, with Neon where he talks about Vithio. And he's like, he's a great player. But at, he needs to learn to play for for the team, because at the moment we need if we give him the resources to play as a selfish carry, he will carry us. But if we don't give him those resources, which we talked about, he doesn't, and he's learning that. And I don't think like people, some people were like shocked by that, and that that wasn't a um. I don't think it, I'm pretty sure they've discussed it as a team. But I also just think that like, Hirit was just outclassed in the top lane, so there's not much for me to take away. Like G two was always going to be the better team they played like the better team this isn't na where the better team like cloud nine just can't deliver anything this is eu 
And but but now we're talking yeah. about getting on a roll. And now you're talking about G two G two fanatic. Yeah, G two fanatic G two money line at two point three eight. That's my response to that. There's oh, no reason to not take this. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it's going to be underdogs across the board. Fanatic's getting way too much respect in my opinion yeah. in this matchup. I think like. Listen, they can beat them in best of ones all fucking year if they want to. It's it, That is whatever to me because G2's adaptability yeah. and team fighting and the way they were able to kind of come together in these matches, yes, maybe their opponents weren't as quality, but they looked very fucking good. And yeah. the, I, I actually so point, think they so, take okay, this, and I think I it's like pretty decisive as well. Money line is 1.58 uh, for Fnatic and 2.41 for G2. So I'm in agreement. I think the money line... I think these two teams are actually pretty evenly matched um yeah and i think g2 is like just on the up i think that they're, they're kind of coming online and fixing some issues like we were talking about this pre podcast i would say that flacked was their weakest link and in not in he's playing poorly just he hasn't necessarily been playing as well as i think the others have been um and he came online in the last couple of series so you know i think yankos like, yeah. has been like Oh, Yankos has been an absolute so godsend good. for so them. Wonder. He's been unbelievable. So uh, sorry, one. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no. Broken one guy I think has been playing really well. Uh, Broken Wonder Blade fanatic, been, sir. Yeah, I know he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of, but, but <laughs> I know like, you know. I kind of no. I was. Like, <laughs> I know you know this. But... As in, I said it for G two, then realized he was on fanatic. But the, the yeah, point like, kind yeah, of still, still stands. <laughs> I, he is still really playing well on fanatic. I think um, Broken Blade's been good too, as well, though. I mean, like, I think so. Yeah, I solid getting a lead and snowballing that. I had two other bets that I really like. Uh, minus one and a half for G2 is 3.59, which I just think is so generous. Bless up, um, great pick. And then I think the over four and a half maps at 2.91 is really good. That's mine. Okay. Again, I All love, right. like, there's no way you're going to tell me that Fnatic's just going to roll G2. I think you're gonna have a be hard pressed. If anything, it's gonna be G two rolling fanatic. But I love the quality. I could, of, I could see a three. One. I love the quality of both these teams. Give me over four and yeah. a half, two point nine one. That's my favorite bet. Uh, G two money line at two point four one. I don't think is enough juice. Like I, I, I think them going three o three o is great. But like, let's not forget. Do you think fanatic is that much better? Than well, them? I just would say let's not forget how good fanatic is just because they lost to fucking rogue being reverse swept three two and i know i know yeah, what you're I saying I'm, what was the regular season regular season I'm gonna pull up it's the... g2's it's g2's msi to lose right now that's, that's i love that take. take i love that take fanatic, fanatic was one and five oh no two. it was two eleven and seven were two right and so yeah, like okay. I, I don't know I, I think that fanatic is still quality Maybe it's a bad matchup for yeah. Rogue. I mean, I think that, you know, I think a fun question that we should be having is who would you take, uh, Rogue or 100 Thieves right now based on how, how much of a boner each one gives you? But um, for me, Fnatic is. That's a good Fnatic one. is really talented. Uh, still, G2's fucking clean right now. But again, they're fucking playing Vitality, fucking 9 and 9, playing Misfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Misfits had a decent first half, but was kind of petering off they're, they're just outclassed yeah. and so g2 is just a better correct. team and so for me um i'm more in i i think that g2 might win i'm not suggest, suggesting that they won't i do think yeah. over over four and a half is by far my favorite bet there again okay i mean look i don't think fanatic's a bad team they still won two matches and correct. they got ahead That's i just the think theme. they they lack flexibility 
They might and not need it. My issue, they might not my even need it against the, the problem is, is I just think G. I just think Rogue is the better team, in that even when Fnatic was doing their best, Rogue nearly won. I'm not sure G two is of the same caliber. In fact, I know that. Just wait. So. I have one more, and you know, for all you people up there that were, were watching me earlier, fail to do math when talking about Golden Guardians and yep. Cloud Nine. I'm talking to you. Uh, I think you're literally <laughs> talking to me. Yeah. But I think the over under for kills here is like pretty high at 27 and a half, and I know these teams are like historically, you know semi-fighting heavy um, and, and kill heavy, but that also lends itself to matches where you end up with like one team with a lopsided amount of kills and the other one with yep. almost none. Uh, so I think we're going under 27.5 every map here. 1.87. Take that all fucking day. I think that is pretty high as well. So we're, we're, cool. we're 27.5 is basically 14-14. Yeah, which like doesn't happen I that agree. often. I agree. You should see, you should a 13, see like a 12, seven, three, or like a 15 to yeah, 8. Yeah, 13-7. Or one team just gets 20 fucking right. kills, which, I mean, that will happen here and there. And it might happen in this it, series as well, but or, like, we're Jesus, not opposed to that. Because that means the other team gets 26 kills oh, yeah, okay. in the first 20 minutes. But my argument is that this is going to... The, the fact that they have a lot of kills on both sides is going to work in... Like against this line because of the like the nature of how they acquire them and, and the spreads that they get so, against each so, other. So, so once one of these teams, and I'm sure we'll be back, but once one of these teams wins, uh, Fnatic yeah. or G2, uh, yeah. then they have to play Rogue again. Do we see any yep. reason why Rogue falters? No. Except for not not with the way they won against. Uh, and this is this is the real thing that I, I'm going at is that the way they beat Fnatic. Yep is what's really giving me the hope in that. And it wasn't just a, oh, we're playing like Rogue and we're going to play better. Yeah. It's a, we're going to completely change our draft. We're going to completely change our in-game uh, play style. And we're going to make some incredibly good reads. Like Oduamne's read Oduamne. on the Fnatic Invade yep. was just phenomenal. Just like incredible. You know, one, thing, one thing that I think is worth... Last time Fnatic and G2 played, it was 21 kills, by the way. Well, this Just is what, you know, so funny about that, Scoot, is I was literally about to say this exact thing, which is we do have precedent of G2 playing Fnatic. And it wasn't that long ago. And it went fucking 3-1. Now, I think G2 is a better team today than they were back on uh, March 26th. I think they're playing some totally. of the better leagues Absolutely. right now. See, I think, they have I think Fnatic is way better. You know what, what Nikki? what do I always say? You can't beat the same team That's twice. Right. But they and beat them the, three you know out of four the, times. But here's the real question That's is, right. how many times has that been right? I mean, like, enough for me to fucking use it That's, here. It was around, it was right <laughs> on Call of Duty once it was this like week. Once, so now he's 100% once, on the week. And it's, it's been, really like, hard. every other time has been, like, wrong. It has, like, an abysmal, like, 20% success rate. I'm saying take the, take the over four My and a solution. half. These two teams fucking okay. play together, and they know each other. This is going to be a tight map. Now, one no. team's going to roll the other. Isn't it's... it like when you read out the whole EG stats? You were, like, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, which is, like, the same team twice. <laughs> like, three examples. <laughs> like, the same team twice. Yeah, but, just like, in playoffs. Just like, like, playoffs. Uh, you like, know uh, what I say. Playoffs. <laughs> What's going on here? It's uh, okay. they they they, get, they went out two against everyone. How did they uh, yeah, even yeah. get nine wins? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, listen. The solution to this split 
lies in the fact that Fnatic will not be able to beat Rogue if they end up in that final. That's I you, do you I realistically think G2, too bad. G2 like, might be Rogue. Rogue. G2 might beat Rogue if Why? they end up in that. Actually, no, not might. There's like I, honestly, at that point, it becomes a 50-50 for me. Well, and I know you, like, just I know you're guessing. You know G2 is going to have plus money, and so you should absolutely take that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is pure momentum. Like, And, and it happens in this esports all the time. We saw with EDG. You run the simulation on EDG running winning that final last year like 100 times. I think they lose at 99. And... It just happens. This like, is why we don't have simulations, guys, by the way. This is, why. this is Yeah, this is why we don't have a Monte Carlo for running yeah. this simulation 10,000 times with I disagree. different I think inputs. I it's more than 1%. What? Also, by the way, I, I think It is G2, more than 1%. I don't, I don't think G2 has a better storyline than Rogue overcoming their playoff boogeyman. boogeyman. Smashing oh, the number two, man. getting to finals. I just, like, this is, like... They get to find. They finally get to finals See, last year. They lose three two reverse swept. Baby, they're back. G two, you know, and everyone Carlos looked at their changes. Writes well, their Carlos own story. Overcoming everyone looks at the changes. The like team the final changes. Boss. Yeah. Listen, I mean, when Carlos pulls out the the plane to shit talk Sentinels with a banner on the back of it that says "fuck Let's Sentinels." Go. Also, um, for like a Valorant major, it, like they the story writes itself with G two, so that's I think not an Rogue issue. Rogue is G 2s boogeyman. That's what I'm saying. G two, wait, G two is Rogue boogeyman. No, they be, be, you know I got G2. over the boogeyman. They beat in G two like every time I became him. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how you beat the boogeyman. All right, well, no matter what happens, I think. Uh, Rogue going to MSI, Hundred Thieves going to MSI. I'm in your walls. Those two teams playing each other would make me very excited. Yeah, I think so too. So, Fnatic is the least exciting team to go score to MSI. Scoreline for the G2 Fnatic series. G2 Fnatic? I said 3 2, G2. G2 3 0. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Not, not because I don't three, like one. Fnatic, but just because. That would be electric to see them coming in 3 0 against Rogue. And that would like be fucking bad. 9 0 run. Like that would be. Yeah, yeah you removed like 70 episodes of this podcast and I've never <laughs> been wrong. So uh, <laughs> we're on episode 69. Think about that. <laughs> I, love, that I love that these stats. Um, I'm going 3 1 Fanatic. I'm going to go 3 1. No, uh, repeat. Still three, can't one, three, count, one. but. Uh, be interesting. At least the go. vibes are there. We'll see. I think that's about wraps it up. Scoot shouted it out earlier. Please check out our Twitter at Vesta3Network. You can find the link to our Discord button. in the pinned tweet. Jump in. Come join us. Tell us why we are wrong or right. More importantly, you can now find the podcast on YouTube so you can see our ugly well, faces. Scoot's and got a phenomenal haircut. Um, we got to call out his barber. He does. Scoot's Scoot got a fucking really gorgeous good, hair. Yeah. Yo, shout out Katarina for the second time yeah. in two podcasts. I mean, that, yeah. that, that hair is worth Day it. two, it's yeah, a yeah. day later. It, it still looks, looks incredible. He still, just... I mean, where, you know, how do, how do they do it? So you see that thing right up? Yeah, hit that fucking button right it's there. It's called a subscribe. Hit that follow button. It's subscribe. That subscribe. Is, follow follow subscribe on Twitter. To subscribe to our YouTube. Like our YouTube. If you're listening just to the audio, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're on missing Scoot's out on hair. enhanced product. Yeah. Um, we hope you guys have a great. You should see weekend. what's in my background. Thank you for supporting it's wild. us. The stuff that's and in my background, it is wild. Oh. It's... that's my apartment. Like you don't want to, you don't even want to know it's in my apartment. 
You could stalk him. It's crazy that you have a porn stalk addiction. Stalk him. We're going we're to drop a little hint. Fucking little Easter eggs. Little Easter eggs. Yeah, kind of find him. There we go. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us, and we will see you in the Discord. Bye-bye. Peace out.